You've been a good saver. You've built a nice portfolio that could take you all the way through retirement. Today, we're going to talk about that first year in retirement, about the stuff that's likely to happen that you don't expect. We've got five or so things that um, you might not expect, but really need to prepare for. Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade. The podcast is Money Matters USA, and here we are once again with Fred Sade. Fred Sade, who is the founder and managing director of the fiduciary firm of the same name, Money Matters USA, a fiduciary himself and a Ph.D. in economics from Duke University. And Fred talks retirement. That's what Fred does, retirement strategies and everything that you need to consider. And especially when you're getting closer to retirement, because, you know, even with the decades of preparation, surprises are likely to come your way, as Fred just said, and uh, even especially in that first year of retirement. So before the unexpected hits, uh, Fred's going to go over five strategies that retirees and those about to take the plunge need to put in place. So that's part of what you do, Fred. You're all about eliminating those surprises. Uh, Listen, that's, uh, that's absolutely imperative. And you really have to start with the question, do you and, and this is the question, do you know how much money it will take? So for you to retire comfortably and stay comfortably retired for a long period of time. Now, the honest answer is no. I, I don't know what yeah. that's going to to be. We lay people don't. No. So let's start with the most fundamental issue. And do you have to make adjustments in your, um, you know, in your plans? Um, you, you're going to retire. Uh, most people say they want to work part-time. There just aren't enough part-time jobs to go around. If you're lucky, you'll find something. And if you're not, you won't. But there will be less money coming in. And so you have to examine your your spending habits and what you could do before retirement, you may not be do, able to do uh, in retirement. Now, you can take a run up and a practice with that. But People who are really determined will will do that, and those who say, "Well, I'll deal with it when I get there." That's that's most that's most folks. Now, what do you what will you have? You know, coming in, you know, you're going to have Social Security at some point. You, if you're lucky, you've got a got a pension, and after that, you're dependent on your own 
on your own assets to provide the the resources uh, to be able to spend from. So that's habits are built uh, are are really built out of repetitive actions. They eventually internalize them and they become habits. And those are they're very hard to very, very hard uh, to deal with. So, I mean, the easy thing is, um, you know, how many streaming video or cable channels Mm -hmm. do you get? Do you need them all? Do you you need 10, uh, you know, movie channels? Uh, um, What about uh, mobile phones? Do you need a separate mobile phone or is the PDA uh, adequate? Uh, Can you watch uh, movies? you know, on one of the streaming video channels, there a lot of movies get released to streaming video uh, closely related to the time they're released in the theater, and it's a fraction, you know, of the cost, and you can you can pop your own popcorn. So, <laughs> I mean, those are just some obvious changes uh, to consider uh, for yourself. Yeah, those subscriptions, uh, those services, the streaming services, they can nickel and dime you to death. And I have run into it where I've forgotten some that I have. I never watched them. And then when I pay closer attention to my, uh, statement, then I say, Oh, forgot about that one. And it may just be five bucks or something like that. But you know, those things add up definitely. Well, that, and it's the expenses, Fred. I mean, you really, do you need to prioritize the? I know you, we always have to we have to prioritize expenses and think about them before we retire. Is it heightened more when you retire? Well, I yeah, because people are are in a hurry to do everything in that first year or two. Um, I have a client that uh, husband and wife they they came in they're about to retire. And they told me what their what their plan was. They they were going to buy a hundred thousand uh, dollar mobile home. They were going to hit as many states as they possibly could, and they, they laid this out. And um, as many national parks, they had a whole itinerary built out. And they were also, in order to save money on their airline tickets, they were going to pre-book their airline flights, and they were going to spend, after they spent a year traveling, they were going to spend a year traveling throughout Europe and, uh, and uh, Asia Minor and uh, the Near East and so on. And uh, so at that point, they would have spent about $350,000. And I suggested to them, I said, why don't you rent a mobile home? Don't buy mm-hmm. it, just rent it. See if you like it, see if you enjoy it. Now, the wife is very, very outgoing. The husband is not outgoing. He prefers his own company. And um, (laughs) so they they took me up on it. They they rented uh, one of these things. And um, it turned out that when they got to the stops, the wife went out to make friends and so on, and he hooked it up and watched television, watched the ball game or whatever. Mm-hmm. And after six months, they came back home and they came in and he said to me, you're right. You just saved me from making a hundred thousand dollar error. Oh boy. So um, that, that it, it's hard for people to, to get some kind of coherent 
thinking about this, uh, you don't have to be in a hurry. You, you can spread it out and think it and think it through. Do 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 one thing at a, you know, at a at a time, and um, you also have to consider uh, what your other uh, fixed and recurring expenses uh, are, and and some of those expenses are not going to disappear uh, in retirement. You know, real estate taxes would would be a good example. Uh, maybe you've refinanced your mortgage. Uh, maybe you have education loans because, you know, at some point you, you realize you needed to go back to, to school to get another degree or, or uh, get additional um, certifications to, uh, so, you, so your skill set would not be out of date. And you may have student loans that need to be paid. Uh, whatever it may be, you need to consider all these competing um, ways that your money can be spent. You, you've, you've got a finite amount of money, and uh, you have different things competing uh, for those dollars. So you have to order in, in priorities how you're going to deal with that. But, but the best advice I can give beyond what I've just said is don't be in a real hurry to do everything all at once. Uh, just take one foot in front of the other and just just spread these out over over time. You've got more time than you than you think you do. Uh, for for the most part, I mean, obviously the unexpected can happen, but let's assume it doesn't. And so you you've got plenty of time. Yeah, and um, you do. I mean, lots of time actually these days in retirement. What? Well, how does the? How do? The, how do the strategies change as far as savings in retirement? Well, it, it really it really depends on two things. One one is your lifestyle and, and how much you spend, and um, whether or not um, you have additional money left over and a lot of people do some people don't but if you do it's not necessary to put it uh, in a you know savings account where you're not getting any any interest the banks have been very very slow to raise interest rates and frankly they don't have to they're going to get the money anyway so why do they have to pay a lot for it or you can put it, you know, uh, under the mattress. Mattress gets a little lumpy. It probably going to hurt your back. <laughs> but or on, you know, uh, in the closet, whatever. But um, you know, if, if you can say, if you can put away some some additional money, it doesn't have to be at the at the clip that that it was during your uh, working years. And then fine, uh, you know, uh, uh, save it because. Um, with the extended longevity, 30, 32, 35, 37 years now, um, you will need to grow uh, some of those uh, assets. So uh, if you can do that, that that would be terrific. It's not the same thing as having the salary come in and putting a large part of that away yeah. uh, for the future. But if you can manage uh, something, uh, then then why, why not? Uh, you're going to need the money. You will need the money on an extended longevity. Right. Absolutely. And if you're not yet at uh, where you're going to claim Social Security, 
Of course, you could go early. You could wait to FRA or even the uh, the age of 70. Those are decisions you help your clients with. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, the, the single most important thing you can do uh, is uh, at least if both spouses can continue to work and not retire at 62 to six, through 65, so much the better. That's the single most important thing you can do. Uh, but it does require, uh, once you get to that, to have a coherent and smart, savvy Social Security uh, strategy. And uh, if it's necessary, then to take Social Security early, uh, well, then the spouse with the lesser amount can claim first, and the spouse with the larger amount can defer uh, and until they reach uh, full retirement uh, age. Now, uh, that could be 70. It might not be. I mean, we have the software that they will look at multiple uh, scenarios, and it could be that 68 or 69 may be optimal uh, for some people. Uh, it's, it's impossible uh, t uh, to know. And we, we have to, as software looks at uh, break even for individuals. And, it, and it's not really rel as relevant uh, for couples, uh, but it, it does look at that. So we can see optimal strategies and we can see strategies that are suboptimal. And we can also look at the possibility of a 20, 25 percent. Uh, reduction in Social Security in the event the trust funds go dry. So uh, we also will look at what happens if um, if if that gets if your amount your amount would be reduced by 20 25 uh, percent. We we still think that even with that reduction, uh, a deferral strategy makes sense because you're still reducing from a larger amount rather than reducing from a uh, smaller amount. So there are lots of possible Social Security uh, changes. They may get enacted into law this year. They're talking about maybe doing that in a lame duck session, but I uh, also the... Um, uh, CARES Act uh, 2.0, which is really three different bills talking about doing that. Oh, it's secure? And now that could be three different things? or Well, it, it's actually three different bills um, that are euphemistically referred to in the singular. But, but uh, they can be, you know, they can be put together and, and negotiate and the, the house and the Senate have passed very different bills. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there may be enough time to negotiate that out. There may not be, uh, if it's going to be passed, it's going to have to be attached to another, uh, must pass piece of legislation. Uh, cause it doesn't look like it'll, it would get passed. Uh, even though there's, there's bipartisan support, does not look like it would get passed uh, as a freestanding hmm. bill. Wow. So, okay, it'll be included with something then. Yeah, it could it could get passed, but it's more likely right now to be passed uh, as an amendment uh, and attached to some other piece of must-pass legislation. Oh, okay. So, so that's yeah, that's that's the guess 
Right now, the, the the agenda for the for this lame duck session is so great. Uh, there's so much legislation that's being talked about. So who who knows? Uh, I, I, no, nobody knows. There's a, lot, there's a lot of guessing right now. Absolutely. Um, well, we're recording. Um, and speaking of lame duck session, we're recording uh, a week and a day before election midterm elections here. So you yeah, will. We'll have a lot to talk about in a couple of Mondays. We record on Mondays. This podcast drops on Fridays. Well, you know, we talked about the unexpected when you reach retirement. I think for many who, especially those who may have thought, you know what, I'm just going to try to do this on my own. Uh, A lot of times they come to the realization that, ooh, I think I need a professional. Well, that's you, Fred. (laughs) Yeah. uh, You know, if I go, if, if we go back to the, at the start of the podcast, I I asked a a question, and and it's a question that the people who are honest about it, you don't know the answer. How much money will will it take to retire comfortably and stay retired comfortably for a very long period of time? In, in that period of time. Right now, we, we're doing anywhere from 30 to 32, 35, 37, even, even 40 years. And so uh, you wouldn't give yourself open heart surgery. Hmm. You wouldn't give yourself brain surgery. You wouldn't give yourself a tonsillectomy. You, you, you would go to a specialist and advisors there's a term called advisor alpha it's what the advisor brings to the table and adds to your portfolio and to your income uh, that you yourself uh, cannot uh, do and there in a what fundamentally what distinguishes me from anybody else is i will help you get to what it is that you really are concerned about and you really want to accomplish. That is, that is, that is the most fundamental truth that I can, can get you to with you, and that can help you. It will help you understand and figure out together, which is what we would do. We would sit down together, and we would help you figure out how much uh, you would actually uh, need uh, and uh, whether or not you want to make some changes in your life and maybe decide, hey, I'm not making any changes. This this is what I want. Uh, And then the role of the advisor after that is, frankly, to make you stick to the plan. Because that's where people go wrong. They have, a, let's say, they have a plan, and then we have what we're going through right now, and the market is gyrating, and you panic. You want to, you want to go all to cash, so you you're going to sell low, and then eventually you're going to go back into the market and buy high. That 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 is what uh, people do, and. You're up against the, and I've said this many times. You're up against professional and institutional investors, and and these these people, um, yeah, they lose once in a while too. But believe me, they 
they succeed far more uh, than they than they lose. And a, an advisor like me, uh, I can help you identify what it is that you fundamentally want to accomplish, what your goals are, that what you're committed to, and make sure uh, that you do achieve those aspirations. And then, uh, and then we gonna we will give you a written plan. You should have a written plan. Understand what that plan is, and make sure you stick to it. I mean, that's 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 what a good advisor uh, should do. And a, 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 a an advisor adds, depending on which research you want to use, whether you want to use. Uh, Fidelity, whether whether uh, Vanguard, uh, who, uh, there there's so much research uh, out there nationwide. I mean, a, a good advisor can add anywhere up to almost five percent uh, additional uh, to your uh, portfolio, to your assets, and make sure that you do not run out of income, regardless of of how long uh, uh, you live. Yeah. And yeah. And um, since women tend to outlive men, uh, that outliving part can be anywhere from five to 14 years. So uh, which is why I say it's, it's not even just 30 years. I mean, a heterosexual couple, non-smokers who retire at age 62 have a 30 year life expectancy. But that they can, one of these spouses may very well live to 95, 96, 97, 98. Uh, there, there is a very significant chance, almost a 34% chance, that one of them will, will beat that 14-year differential. So that, that is not a do-it-yourself uh, proposition. I mean, do you, you want to, do you want to spend, do you want to spend your retirement worrying about money? No, that's not what we work so hard to get to. And really it points to a couple of things you said there that really makes it worth talking to a professional and, and especially a fiduciary and someone who specializes in retirement planning like you, if you could potentially make that retirement more lucrative, and if you could ten- potentially give that retirement plan longevity, because we certainly are, uh, we as a whole, uh, Americans are living longer now. I know the uh, the pandemic changed. I think just temporarily um, yeah. some of those yeah. statistics, but uh, as a whole, I mean, we are living longer. So it's important to have that plan together. I really liken it to the years that I tried to do my own taxes, uh, as opposed to the years that I went to a professional. The professional helped make sure that I paid legitimately less because I didn't yeah. overpay. And the same yeah. applies to actually even with tax planning, proactive strategies with retirement planning and so many other of the strategies to build income and protective strategies. Here's how you can sit down with Fred. 800-593-8188. 800-593-8188. And that's no matter where you are right now listening to this podcast. You can also visit his website, moneymattersusa.net. Well, when we come back on the podcast, a very quick break, Fred's going to highlight some money moves to make before the end of this year, 2022. The holidays will be here before you know it. We'll talk about this coming up. 
Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover. Many people want safety and the guarantee of principal, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. And now you can have both. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. We're back. It's Money Matters USA. We are recording on Halloween Day. Happy Halloween, by the way, Fred. (laughs) We're recording on Halloween. Yeah. Now, the podcast will drop on November 4th, but that's our recording day Monday, so... That means tomorrow's the first day of November. We've got only a couple of months left on 2022. It's just unbelievable how time flies. And 2023 is so close. The good news that Fred will share with you is that there is still time to make some financial moves going towards your retirement savings, not only your savings, but even good tax moves to make. So we're going to dig into that. And Fred, uh, you have, we now know what the contribution limits will be for 2023, but that's right. for 2023, but you've still got time to hit that max amount for 2022. Yeah. Um, you, you can, if you're under 50, it's 20,500. Uh, and if you're over 50, you, you can get a, an additional $6,000, uh, dollars, uh, into the, uh, into the plan. So if it is possible for you to um, increase your 401k contributions, uh, it, it would make sense to, uh, you know, to do that. And if on the other hand, um, you have maxed your K contributions, then you might want to consider after tax uh, 401k contributions or an after-tax uh, IRA. There's there's value uh, to doing that because you you've built up a cost basis, which may not mean anything to you right now, but it will have a lot of value when you start taking uh, income because you've already paid the tax and you've paid it at a at a low rate, a rate that's likely to be lower uh, than it will be in the future. So max, if, if you can max your, your plans, uh, that is, that's a good place to, to start. And if you have maxed them, then there are other uh, alternatives that, that could be uh, considered. Uh, life insurance is a very, very effective way to uh, generate additional um, value, self-completing in the event uh, something unexpected happens, but you can build up considerable uh, a, a considerable accumulation account, and the uh, cash flow coming out is is untaxed. So that that is also um, an excellent uh, uh, strategy uh, if if that's uh, you know in your acceptable to you, but it, it's worth um, it's definitely worth exploring. Um, another thing that you should uh, remember is uh, if you are seventy two, don't forget to take your required minimum distributions, especially from an individual uh, IRA, and um, 
and if you are still working and you're less than a 5% owner, then you do not have to take uh, uh, distributions from the 401k. But if you do have to take 401k distributions, remember, you, uh, because of uh, the RMDs, remember, you cannot aggregate uh, IRA. You can aggregate IRAs, but you can't aggregate 401ks. You have to take them out separately. And if you have more than one, then it's a separate distribution for each one. That's important. That's an easy trip up that people get tripped up with. And, uh, and the IRS is right on, on, on this. So you wind up having, after you talk to your accountant, you write, wind up writing the check anyway, one to the IRS and one to the accountant. <laughs> mm, right. <laughs> Two checks you're writing. What about right. too, if you, if you have a health savings account, of course you've got until what you're Medicare eligible to contribute to it, but Right. I think I'm right there, but 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 can, here's the question: asked. can you max out uh, for 2022 if you've got it? You've got two months to throw that in. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Certainly, uh, if you if you you can do the max uh, thirty thirty six fifty for 2022, and a family plan is seventy three hundred. And if you're over 55, you can dump in an additional uh, $1,000. Now, once you um, are on Medicare, you can't contribute any longer to the HSA. uh, But uh, the value of the HSA is, is enormous because you save on taxes when you make the contribution all Earnings are tax deferred, and you have the same investment options as you would have, you know, in an IRA, for example. And then when you take distributions, well, those distributions are not taxed. So it's it's um, there's no better deal. Uh, now you do have until uh, um, April 18th of of next year to contribute money for 2022. So that's okay. That's plenty, that's plenty of time. Right, more than a couple of that. months on that, then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that just with HSA, or because, for instance, if we look at if you want to max out your IRA or your Roth IRA, is that that's the end of the calendar year? Is that right? On that. Um, well, for Roths, yes. For IRAs, you can go. You can go to. Uh, you can go. Y- no, you can go to your, when you file your tax return with extensions. That's what I'm saying. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Until I got you. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's another thing to do because that's uh, those contribution limits are going up. Also, I do believe in 2023. Yeah. One other. Uh, oh no, the Roth stays the same actually, and the IRA yeah. that's going to stay the same. In yeah. Let me just say one other thing about the HSA, if I if I might. Oh yeah. If, if you if you spend money before age 65 from the HSA on non-medical expenses, uh, you're going to pay ordinary income tax plus a 20% penalty. After age 65, it's ordinary income tax on HSA money that's used for a non-medical expense. So uh, just just be advised that you can't buy that, that new uh, you know, chair, that recliner chair that you're looking at. Uh, you know, to watch the uh, football mm. games and you know, from the HSA. No. 
Now, what were you asking about uh, about Roths? They, um, with Roth, um, well, I guess we're talking about just taking kind of like with 401k, every advantage to maximize it. Um, and then I was looking at 2023, and it looks like the contribution limits stay the same for IRA and Roth IRA for 2023. It looks like the catch-up, at least, is going to stay the same as 2022. Yes. Yes. Where where it looks like in for 401k, 403b, and 457 in 2023, that is definitely going up uh, $1,000, I believe, at, you know, yes. the, for the catch-up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the other, you know, if, if the, um, if, if Congress does, you know, uh, pass the CARES Act too, uh, one of the uh, things that's in there is to uh, require the Internal Revenue Service to increase the amount of money in QLACs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I'm a great fan of them, QLAC, Qualified Life Annuity Contract. Uh, and and the, these can be used to um, move the RMD initiation date as late as age 85. And these, these are really uh, terrific yeah. because it, it does kick it down the road when you when you may need that money uh, or you may need the, the funds for long-term for long-term care uh, and and you can defer this uh, out and let the money grow. So uh, that that would be uh, you know terrific and not be limited to $135,000 which is the QLAC limit right right now. And um, the, the expectation in the, Congress, in the Congress is that the IRS won't voluntarily uh, limit that, but Congress, of course, can, can require that by law. So we'll see, we'll, see what, uh, we'll see what happens. You know, the, um, if you're charitably inclined, then uh, ch- a charitable gift makes an awful lot of sense and uh, you can either as a gift or by by using a, a charitable trust and, and those have enormous advantages uh, in being able to make a con- move an asset in get tax-free income and uh, if you live to the end of the term uh, then the asset uh, will move to the charity uh, life insurance is, is again a great way to replace the value of the asset uh, for your family, but you do get uh, a terrific tax deduction, and the income comes to you tax-free during during the during the term of that uh, of the trust. Um, you can you can certainly um, uh, use. Um, you can do charitable planning without getting in. I'm I'm, tr- I'm clutching here because I don't want to get in the weeds. All right. But charitable planning, if you if you're charitably inclined, charitable planning opens up enormous op- planning opportunities, uh, and and this this is uh, something that that's worth having a very serious conversation about. If you're not charitably inclined, then then you know then forget about it. But. Uh, even if you, you know, make smaller donations, you may still want to think about, at least think about donor advised funds, uh, because you can make your charitable contribution to your church, synagogue, or what have you, mm-hmm. and you can do it through a DAF, and 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 you, and you get better, 
leverage, tax leverage from that than just writing the check out uh, and mailing it in the way that you normally have. Well, there, but and and I know that you can go over that if someone were to call you today and try to get some of these strategies in place before the end of the year. I know you're more than happy to talk to them about that. You can certainly schedule with Fred with a, with a phone call, and this is no matter where you are either. 800-593-8188. 800-593-8188 for Fred Sade. Be sure to visit his website, too. It's moneymattersusa.net. And a lot of great information is there, too. So, again, that is moneymattersusa.net. And what is it, Fred, about we talked about we're almost at the end of this year. What is it about life that it speeds up so much the older you get? What causes that to happen? I, I have I have no idea, but it does go by very, very fast. <clears throat> you know, it's not that far away from January 1st. And you know, look back and say, I don't I don't know where the year yeah. where the year went. And um, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's because when you're older, you're, you're paying more attention to the calendar. And when you're younger, you pay less attention to the calendar. I, you know, uh, I don't know about that, Fred. I pay a lot of attention to the calendar, <laughs> uh, especially to the month of June <laughs> when I was younger yeah. for a summer vacation. But oh, uh, yeah. I don't know what it is. I wish it could go by as slow as it did now that as it did when we were in school. Um, you know, yeah. when you're younger, it drags by. And even for that matter, it seems like your 20s. It seems like once you get out of your 20s, that's when it starts flying. Yeah, I know it's a concept. But True. what what causes that? What what gives us that perception? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I I don't know. I I just I I just think it's. Um, Didn't you take you a philosophy at class at Duke <laughs> when you were there? Not on, not on that subject. No, <laughs> uh, Professor Hollowell didn't get into, get, get into that. Oh. I did want to. I did want to say if if you go to uh, my blog. We have a post up called Annual Financial To-Do List, and it's uh, downloadable. It covers some of the things we talked about here, and it also covers other things that we don't have time to talk about. Uh, the, the, blog, the blog is retirementincomeconnection.com. You don't need WW or anything else. It is secure retirementincomeconnection.com, annual financial to-do list, and, and a lot of the things we talked about, plus other things are, are, are in there. Uh, this is, a, you know, year-end is, is a good time. It, it, now's the time to be thinking about these things, but it's also a good time to think about it uh, in, in January. I mean, you have the whole year ahead, and mm-hmm. you don't have to cram this stuff uh, cram this stuff in. Right, and, to make uh, the most of the whole year. Exactly. Yeah, you you really have to think very carefully about asset location. Uh, it's important pre-retirement, and it is very important uh, in in retirement because the, it, it's going to have an impact on how long your assets are going to last. I mean, t- taxes and fees are, are deal killers, and and uh, if if you are concerned about uh, providing a legacy uh, for your children and grandchildren. Uh, then, uh, then uh, loss in the value of these assets to taxes and fees is extremely uh, important. And one of the things that we that we do is, uh, as part of our analysis, we'll show you what you are losing 
in terms of fees, or at least what you're paying in fees. And it, it may be a lot greater than what you think you're paying. You may think you're only paying 1% in fees, but uh, you. But there are other fees. Uh, there are there are management fees and trading charges that are not that are in the um, prospective. Uh, but nece- but you don't uh, necessarily uh, see that on the statement, or you see it as the advisor's fee of one percent. Uh, I'm assuming it's one it's one percent. It mm-hmm. could be uh, more than that. But uh, but that it it does make it does make a difference. Uh, so word to the wise. Yeah, and uh, well, you always keep us up on what we need to be thinking about with retirement planning. Uh, do you mind if I give you a homework assignment, Fred? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Because go I look, I started um, uh, reading this story yesterday. My eyes glazed over. So talking about time, if you could uh, read up on the quantum watch and uh, then explain it to us next week when we get together to record. Um, it supposedly it tells time without counting it. So I'm being serious because (laughs) you're smarter than I am. So I know you can read up on it and give us like, you know, tell us what it's all about next week. All right. (laughs) Excuse me. That's fine. Keep in mind, you, I don't grade your homework, so you're all right. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Why not? We can, I'll I'll remember it. All right. So thanks again, uh, Fred. And thank you for listening. Of course, it's fresh look at every week at retirement planning and strategies to consider right here on this podcast. So stay with us on Money Matters USA. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.